Hello, everyone, and welcome to Grandpa's Tales of Terror. I sure do hope things start to turn around for the population of Earth. How much worse could it possibly get? Why don't we find out and continue with Night Everlasting Finality? Now close your eyes and let your imagination carry you into a world of fear and horror. <laughs> Several hours prior to the launching of the warheads, the mission was stopped. The curtain on satellite number three could not detach itself from satellite number four. The pneumatic grippers would not disengage. Scientists met again to discuss options, but time was of the essence. Once a decision had been made, the country leaders took the decision and told the rest of the population. The people were told about the issue with the curtain, and since time was a major factor, the solution had to be done as quickly as possible. Time was not to be wasted, for each hour the asteroid traveled, the closer it was to Earth. The solution was not one the population wanted to hear. Because it would take too long to repair the pneumatic grippers, Satellites 5 and 6 would have to be open. This meant that one-third of the world would have to be subjected to sunlight to allow the warheads to pass and escape gravity. The world fell silent. Then the sound of weeping was the only thing being heard. The leaders went on to say that part of the Earth would be exposed to sunlight for at least 24 hours. Those who lived there would have to stay in and darken their homes once more, the first time in 80 years. The launch was in one week. Room darkening supplies were handed out to every family, every person, or their houses, apartments, or wherever they called home. 24 hours was an eternity. Every living, breathing creature on the planet knew what devastation and death the day monsters could complete in that time. Everyone knew that as soon as one sliver of daylight touched the earth, some would awake, others waiting for their rays of sunlight to awaken them. It was one day to launch. Unfortunately, there had been casualties. Those that did not heed the directive, or those who did not follow the specifications in the Blackout Handbook, had been killed by the Day Monsters. A group of men stayed out past the morning curfew. Alcohol had been involved, and according to witnesses who heard them prior to the sun coming up, they all started chanting that it was all fake. Everyone had to wake up and take over. Apparently, that was the last thing they all said. When the screaming started, everyone who was sheltered put on their noise and sound-blocking headphones. Others, whose homes were invaded by the day monsters, suffered the same fate. A very costly mistake by not taking the handbook seriously. The bodies of the dead had not been able to be retrieved yet due to the launch. 
The engines were started. Steam built up, caused by the venting of cold, liquid oxygen had begun. Minutes ticked by, not just for the launch, but also to be able to close the curtains. Casualties were still continuing. Finally, the last minute appeared. The countdown started, then liftoff. Over the loudspeaker, it was announced the launch was successful. The command was given to get satellites 5 and 6's curtains ready to engage once the rockets passed them. With the curtains closed and the warheads on their way, a final count was reached of the ones killed by the day monsters. Those who perished were a mix of every age, from old to young. A day of memoriam and services were held across the globe. Once done, the focus now was on the mission. Since the launch had been delayed by hours, the intersection of the warheads and the asteroid was pushed up. Even though the warheads would make contact earlier, it was still a safe distance away to prepare for any fragments that would come into contact with the Earth. The day arrived. The countdown to detonation and impact was being televised everywhere. Families, friends, strangers were gathered round, watching, waiting, fearing. The seconds counting down at the bottom, then on the screens, bright light. Then a few seconds later, from a distance away, a space drone that had been carried by the rocket came into focus from the screens. It showed the explosion, the full impact displayed. Cheers went up into the air. It was said that if the International Space Station was still orbiting, the astronauts there would have heard it. People coped, cried, and rejoiced that things could get back to the way they were. Too much had been lost, but now life will still be able to continue. When every piece of information regarding the impact and detonation came in, it was looked at at every way conceivable. Those that interpreted the data wished they hadn't. World leaders had to be informed. Once informed, they did not know what to do with it. Psychiatrists, psychologists were consulted. The world's population was happy again, content. Fear had disappeared for the second time and the life that everyone knew had returned. Things were good. The governments decided to keep it that way for as long as they were able. The findings and results from the data that had been gathered were not made public. <laughs>